What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Guggenheim. We are talking the Pinstripe Bowl, Syracuse taking on Minnesota. Obviously, it's it's not really in Syracuse's backyard, but it is in New York. Syracuse certainly doesn't have to travel super far for the game, whereas Minnesota has to travel all the way from Minneapolis. So kind of feels like a road game for the Gophers. If you like the podcast, make sure to like Follow, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a review, please. Thank you for those who have reviewed, for for those who have left feedback, for those who have emailed. I really appreciate it. Uh, let's keep getting this podcast out there. Uh, would love to continue to get this thing out there. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Gophers 8-4 and four, uh, really had a good second half of the season. You know, fell short on senior day against Iowa 13-10. to 10. But aside from that, really, they finished the year strong. Uh, barely missed out on the Big Ten championship game, you know. So that it was a rough, rough end in that regard. But they still finished uh, with wins four of the last five games. Uh, Tanner Morgan dealing with an injury didn't really play much down the stretch, and so uh, Athen Kaliakamanis. I don't know if I'm saying that name right, and so I apologize. I feel like I've heard a couple of different pronunciations. So. Ethan or Ethan's family, if you're if you're listening and or Minnesota fans, if you're listening and you're like, why doesn't this guy know how to pronounce his name? I'm sorry, I I'll get it right eventually. But he really struggled in the beginning. Uh, was a liability, I think, in the beginning of his time. But really came on strong. I believe he threw 313 yards and a couple of scores against Wisconsin in their last game. So. Obviously, very, very. Uh, he's gotten some valuable experience in terms of transfer portal and the just opt out situation. Not a lot of guys have at least declared that they are going to be out. And there's, I mean, there's some good, good players that I think could opt out, but have have not said they are yet. Mo Ibrahim, uh, John Michael Schmitz. You know, both those guys are seniors. Both of them are probably NFL prospects. You know, I, I believe Schmitz is is an All American or at least All Big Ten, and I'm surprised. Uh, it, it really shows, I think, the uh, maybe the the devotion to the program that that PJ Fleck has built, um, and so just a lot of yeah, just a lot of at least seeming momentum for the Gophers. You know, it seems like everybody's going to play except for a few transfers, which, you know, you look at at who's transferring out of the program. It's, you know, it's nobody necessarily major. Uh, Braylon Oliver, Michael Dixon, Stephen Ortiz. You know, no, none of those guys really were, were major contributors to this Gophers team. So, uh, honestly, a lot of continu- continuity for the Gophers – Whereas if you look at across the way and you look at Syracuse, 
it, it's kind of a mess in terms of who all's leaving. Dino Dino Babers, the head coach, is still there. Uh, their their quarterbacks coach is sticking around, but both coordinators leaving. Uh, one of them's going to Nebraska. The defensive coordinator is going to Nebraska. So just a, a little, a lot of shifting in the coaching staff, and then probably the biggest thing to that they have to deal with is the loss of Sean Tucker. Their uh, first team All ACC running back. Uh, he was a, a second team All American in twenty twenty one. I mean, he's a very talented guy. Like probably going to be a second or third round pick. He is not playing in this game. Uh, the, one of their receivers, Courtney Jackson, also he out. He is uh, transferring. He had fifteen catches this season. So I mean, it's Syracuse has legitimate guys out, and their coaching staff is in. Uh, is there's a lot of transition for the coaching staff. So to me, that would signal that momentum is really on the side of Minnesota. And not only that, you look at Syracuse and kind of the way that their season ended. Yes, they they ended with a win, but before that, they lost four straight. And, you know, you look at who who they lost to, it it was not, you know, they they really struggled down the stretch. And, you know, you look at at the the games, they, they weren't necessarily close. Um, and their only win was to honestly a, a pretty bad Boston College team. I mean, just looking at the last five games for Syracuse: forty-one twenty-four Notre Dame, nineteen to nine Pitt, thirty-eight to three Florida State, forty-five thirty-five Wake Forest, and then the win against Boston College. So really struggled down the stretch. Remember, this was a a team that was ranked in the top twenty-five. They beat Purdue. Now they beat Purdue at home. Um. You know, they were close with Clemson. Actually, they, they lost five of the last six. You know, but they kept close with Clemson. But then it just really got away from them. So they lost five straight and then finished with a win against Boston College, who Boston College is not very good. So what does this mean? What does this mean for this game? Well, I think momentum clearly is on the side of Minnesota, Right. Looks like everybody's playing except for maybe Tanner Morgan. And uh, Kalia Kamanis really started to play well. Uh, so I think that's a good sign. You know, if you look at both teams' rush defenses, Syracuse is allowing 150 yards a game, whereas Minnesota is only allowing 105.8. So I, I, I think you look at that that's those statistics you look at Syracuse's offense without their best player Sean Tucker it's you know it just does not look like a good advantage now before everyone's saying oh definitely bet Minnesota and uh and the points because they're an eight point favorite at this point just hold your horses a little bit a couple things one remember the pinstripe bowl is in New York it's outside it's going to be cold and so, regardless of how good the passing games are, which they're not very good, but, you know, Syracuse is, is decent. Trader's a decent quarterback. But Minnesota, as much as they might want to be balanced in this game, it is not going to be a great game for passing. So, I don't think 
this is a high-scoring game, right? And no offense to Khalil Kamanis and even Tanner Morgan, both of them are are capable players, but they're not they're not great passers by any stretch of the imagination, right? And so this is going to be a game that's really won in the trenches with the running backs and with maybe some QB run in there as well. And so I really think this game is close, probably closer than an eight-point spread. I I think it's low scoring. I think Minnesota has the better running back. I think they have the better stable backs. I think they have the better offensive line. But Dino Babers, I think, will have some tricks up his sleeve. I think you'll see some of that early on. But as the game kind of settles in, I think it's similar to what I mentioned about Wisconsin and the Wisconsin-Oklahoma State game that I think there's probably some maybe some missed plays early where there's there's a couple of explosives because these teams haven't been on the field for a while. But because of the makeup of these teams, my guess is it's not as – there's not going to be as many points. So – I, but that being said, at the end of the day, I like Minnesota to win this game. I've got it at uh, 17 to 14. Minnesota wins. I think it's 17 to uh, 7. Minnesota kind of keeps it at 10 point lead for most of the game, uh, most of the second half. I think Syracuse knots it up. Not knots it up. I think they get within three late in this ball game, but that Minnesota kind of milks it away. And so I like Minnesota 17 to 14 over Syracuse. PJ Fleck gets to nine and four on the year, which I think if if they do that, that's the third time in four years that he had, that Minnesota has nine wins or more. It's a good season for Minnesota. I, I think the thing that's gonna plague Minnesota fans is what could have been. Because if you look at Minnesota and where they won and lost, you know, they had that key stretch, Purdue at Illinois, at Penn State. I don't think they were ever going to beat Penn State the way, especially with Kelly McManus playing. But then to, you know, to really, in a sense, waste a major performance by Ibrahim against Illinois. He had 127 yards against Illinois. And then, you know, to to really waste a 263-yard effort against Iowa. Um, you know, if they beat Iowa, they still wouldn't have gone to the Big Ten Championship game because Purdue uh, had the better conference record. But, you know, to not to not be 9-3 and three and maybe even 10-2 and two, uh, and instead to be eight and four, I think is, you know, it's a disappointment. But in context of where Minnesota has been, you know, you look at where Minnesota was even just a few years ago. You know, it's it's a improvement, right? They've they've really gotten just be- a better quality of program uh, over the past several years. I mean. I think Jerry, you know, you look at Jerry Kill and what he did before, how he really revived that program. You know, but PJ Fleck has done a really nice job. You know, he is in his sixth 
season, I think. Yeah, sixth season. And, you know, aside from the COVID year in 2017, he's been over 500 every time, nine wins three uh, over half the time. So, you know, really, you know, this program is steady. It's, you know, it's a perennial West contender. Now that the divisions are, are going away for sure. Um, and so that's, I think, going to make things pretty difficult. But, yeah, I think this is – this program is steady and I think is is really in a good spot compared to many of the other programs in the West. I think – you know, we're going to talk about Purdue later on in this series. You know, we're finding out you know, Purdue is – losing everybody for the for the bowl game and it's it's not looking good um you know Iowa looks like it might be stuck a little bit with some of their the way they're coaching Wisconsin has some uncertainty although obviously you know I just mentioned how I'm I'm starting to really like what Luke Fickle is doing you know there's still uncertainty about about Nebraska Minnesota has their guy Minnesota has PJ Fleck he is steady I don't think he's leaving anytime soon. He just got a, a huge extension to 2029, which I think is a big deal. So all in all, while I would say that this season is a bit of a disappointment, it's still saying something for Minnesota to go nine and four, right? You know, it, they they weren't the prohibitive favorite to get to the Big Ten championship game. So my expectations for them was they were a little bit higher than I think what everyone else's expectations were. So that that being said... If they go nine and four, they beat Syracuse. You know that's a solid season, uh, a good season for them. And I think again, there's momentum for them because they have their quarterback coming back. Um, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens here in the Pinstripe Bowl. Again, I have seventeen fourteen, Minnesota victorious over Syracuse. But we will see. This game, just as an FYI, this game is taking place. On Thursday, December 29th, 1 p.m. on ESPN. Again, the the line last time I checked is an eight-point uh, eight line, Minnesota, the favorite. But that line might move. A lot of lines are moving as more news comes out uh, about opt-outs and things like that. Obviously, you know, a lot can happen in the next 11 days. More players could opt out. So if more players opt out, you know, if Mo Ibrahim or any of the other guys opt out, um, I apologize. Uh, I won't be doing another uh, edition of this. Um, I think even if Mo Ibrahim opts out, I think Minnesota has enough decent backs that they'll be okay. So that'll do it for the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. Stay stay tuned. I'm going to have a few more of these this week. Uh, and then after Christmas, I will do the uh, the breakdowns of the New Year's Six Bowls, which uh, Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State. That'll do it. Take care. God bless.